The true like effects a film that it can have on you is is impacting that symbolic world that you inhabit. Well, I'm really glad you brought up the word true because or or truth because it feels like the, the traditional critique of ideology is one in which we is, is if we can strip back fiction and illusion enough, we will be exposed to the capital T truth, right? To to what's really going on, which I think is the di- the dichotomy between the red and the blue pill. And this mm-hmm, third exactly. pill is actually understanding, you know, why truth is always structured as a fiction originally, right? Is that that third yeah, pill yeah. is that the even this this the notion of of stripping back illusion to get to truth is to only understand that the, the truth that we get to is always already structured as another illusion, as a more original illusion. And this is yeah. like, it's like, so film on some level allows us to engage with the real or the quilting point behind any truth claim that 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 operates within any ideological system, right? And like, so it's like, yeah. film is this, so why film? I mean, <laughs> why not film? Film, <laughs> but but really, like the like I remember thinking when we when we wanted to prepare for this episode, I was like, oh right, you know, maybe we should ask even why Zizek has such a. Pri- I think he privileges film, right? I think anyone Definitely. who reads his books learns that film is is a is a privileged medium, and I think Peter, you're right in saying that it's privileged in its access to ideology as such. Mm-hmm. It allows us to critique ideology as such, in, in because it is the. Uh, the reality in the illusion, right? Yeah. Um, the the third pill is is dialectical materialism, folks. But we, <laughs> we can we can save that for the end. It's a jagged um, pill. Too, as well. <laughs> That's what Alanis Morissette was also talking about. Yeah, I'm fucking skippy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I actually I've revisited got one that. Hand in my <laughs> and the other one is watching. I, I never listened to that album before, and I checked it out recently. Man, it fucking slams. It slaps. It bangs. It's great. It's a good album. What, what do you mean that Alanis Morissette is talking about dialectical materialism? Uh, oh, just, uh, her album is called Jagged Little Pill, which is what. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't know if if swallowing a jagged pill is actually like a a phrase or an expression, but I get it purely from Alanis. So shout out to it's, her. It's like uh, um. Oh, okay. What were we talking about in terms of? Okay, well, then, I think well I think we're like I think we're now onto the the discussion as to like f- the relationship between film and ideology because mm-hmm. that's right the- and I just want to actually if I can just jump on that for a second I think that the idea that films function ideologically uh is not a new concept to anyone um and to me like a, a great example of that is like uh well the, the very typical kinds of critiques you might see in the media these days about films as being you know the joker is an incel movie or this movie is misogynistic or one of my more favorite examples is uh the involvement of the of the actual cia in the production of many american films um films like or tv shows like jack ryan and the many cia films that came out when we were younger um are very obviously functions of the ideological hegemony of the cia in the united states um that that are quite literally bankrolled by them and by the military um, but this is not the type of ideology that Zizek is talking about in films. Yeah, I mean, and, there's there's the classic example from They Live. I'm sure everyone that might have been, you know, most people's first in- encounter with Zizek talking about ideology, where 
um, you know, the, the scene where, where the two men, uh, 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 John Nada is fighting with his construction worker friend um, about, about um, you know, putting on the, the critique of ideology glasses. And then uh, uh, John Nada says, like, you know, either put these on or you're going to eat from that trash can. And then, like, suddenly Jizek pops out. He's like, we're all eating from the trash can all the time. Trash can of ideology. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the, the approach to ideology that film gives us, it's like, it's like- yeah, it, it's, not, it's not merely that films are ideological. And it's not, and it's not that um, films uh, necessarily are intentionally so, right? Like, like the yeah. whole thing with Zizek and, and directors, it's not like, like Hitchcock was a Lacanian Marxist psychoanalysis, you know, critique of ideolo- ideology guy. Um, yeah. But rather we can we can like like take something out of out of uh hitchcock which is you know nonetheless already there but there's something expressed that isn't about intent because Mm -hmm. um the the critique is not is not trying to like read motivation or like like subtle um uh tendencies in certain directors or uh or films you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's there's a quote from so what i what i discern to be matt's thesis in in this book which you know might be arguable but right at the beginning he says uh film theory must focus on theorizing ideology by way of film criticism and then to quote the book directly uh he says zizek's relevance to film studies comes by way of his rethinking of the project of theory and the role of film studies within this project and i think what we ideally will get to by the end of this conversation is is what is emphasized by Matt at the end of the book is the emphasis on theory. The best expression of that I came across was his chapter called um, class struggle in film studies. And he's talking about the dynamic between um, theory as it's expressed in like, like seventies, eighties, Lacanian um, type approach and post theory, which is um, can be, can be seen as a kind of outcrop of like the post structural postmodern approach to film um and he's he he expresses the dynamic between um theory as it as it arises via the marxist critique and post theory through the, uh, the postmodern critique and and says that this interaction is class struggle and that the type of analysis of film is an expression of that and that we can understand the dynamic here to be um uh manifestations in the same way that that we that we've talked about in terms of like um, political manifestations of the, the the rift in terms of like uh, the, the dynamic of class struggle. So he has a, he has a right. he has a quote from Louis uh, Althusser here um, at the beginning of the chapter. It says the class struggle has not only an economic form and a political form, but also a theoretical form. Or if you prefer, the same class struggle exists. Um, and must therefore be fought out by the proletariat in the economic field, in the political field, and in the theoretical field. When it is fought out in the theoretical field, the concentrated class struggle is called philosophy. Philosophy is, in the last instance, class struggle in the field of theory, which I think is a fantastic description of like broadly what Zizek is doing. Yeah. In terms mm-hmm. of like our discussions generally about theory and like what. Like, what are you doing when you're reading and, and thinking about and writing and interacting with theory? Is it is it political? Is it is it, uh, you know, merely a distraction or is there some somehow kind of concrete or political concern going on there? 
Right. Well, he goes on to say that this is quoting Matt, that theory is precisely that which makes possible symbolic intervention into the realm of the real. Um, as Fabio Vigi points out, a political act, um, which I guess is somewhat in line with what you were just saying. Although I think that the role of uh, psychoanalysis would inflect quite differently what Zizek is doing with with critiquing film than what Althusser might might do if he if he did. Well, that's true, film. but uh, I I will counter with a quote. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this is from, this is Matthew. I should point out, though, that the terms of the debate between theory and post-theory center on psychoanalysis and film studies rather than the Marxian critique of ideology. Um, as in, as in the the question of psychoanalysis is the kind of crucial crux of the of the class dynamic here between theory and mm-hmm. post-theory. However, Ma- Matthew continues here. I interpret the the focus on psychoanalysis as one that speaks more generally to the critique of ideology. As I argue further down. Mm-hmm. Psychoanalysis operates within the Marxian critique of ideology, especially for Zizek, as a version of dialectical materialism appropriate to the era of postmodernity. So, like, the question of psychoanalysis here is is the Marxian um, critique of ideology for Zizek, not not that we can reduce Zizek's approach as the as the Marxist approach, but mm-hmm. psychoanalysis is being used for Zizek not only as a as a a method of the critique of ideology, but also for Matthew here, the kind of um, crucial concern of class struggle in film theory. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Which, that, which I think interesting. is extremely interesting. Yeah. 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 But there's also the role, this role of, um, of desire in film, right? So I wonder how that fits into the ideology critique. What do you think? Into one, 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 into one,